Peace and love, everyone. It's Samu to Mama Yoga Wellness and the Mind Body Energy Imbalance Podcast. How y'all doing? We're so happy to be back with you today. Another fabulous, exciting episode. Ooh, Lord have mercy. That Kevin Samuels portion of last week's podcast is on fire, which I guess we we knew it would be, right, Flaw? Yes. Um, <laughs> before we got this podcast started, I definitely uh, wanted to touch on a few things briefly um, by starting off the episode by giving the listeners uh, a refresher of, um, you know, last week. It's kind of like stories, mm-hmm. a TV show previously mm-hmm. on <laughs> the Mind, Body, Energy and Balance podcast. Uh, last week, um, we started a poll. Would you date a bus driver? Driver. Mm-hmm. It actually ended 50-50. Mm-hmm. So there's that. Okay. The hot topic of last week was actually Kevin Samuels. Didn't know that man was that powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Watch what you say about Kev. Right. Um, oh, other than that, overall, great episode. Uh, the people enjoyed it. Um, we are on Spotify. So make sure you follow us on Spotify. And if you enjoy, if you like what you hear, regardless of what you think of what you heard, rate us one through four stars. I think it's one through four, one through five. Mm-hmm. But give us the most. Also... Apple Podcasts, subscribe, leave us a review. Thank you. Back to you. Okay, so, giving thanks and praise to our glorious ancestors upon whose shoulders we stand. We give thanks and honor and well-being and care and love for the mission put on our heart. May that mission be received in the spirit of love, well-being, healing, and upliftment with which it is meant. Thank you for listening. So today, um, let's have a chat about uh, something else that may be interesting for people, uh, and that's money and relationships, right? I saw, I heard an interview with Gabrielle Union, um, and she said that she and her man (laughs) split their bills. Yeah, let's go. Let's go. Because all of this is relevant to our spirit, right? To our mind, body, and energy being in balance. It's all relevant, you know. And she said she and her man split the bills and she prefers to keep her money. You know, their relationship is what it is. She keeps her money, you know, set their money. They have separate accounts because they each have obligations that they have to manage that is not relevant to the marriage, like taking care of family members or whatever, right? And it was a lot of um, feedback about that. Well, what you think about it? You know, what do y'all think about their dynamic? You know, and the one thing I want to bring when I was listening to her, here's the thing with all of it. Whatever works for you and your partner is what works for you and your partner. People were saying, well, he got much more money than her. She shouldn't have to pay 50 percent of nothing. I mean, it's irrelevant. What works for you and your partner is what works for you and your partner. I laugh when you brought this topic up because um, I typically look at the um, title of a a story mm-hmm. and I just, before I read it, I, you know, come up with my own conclusion as to just the energy that I've seen Gabrielle mm-hmm. Union and Dwayne Wade um, produced over the years. Mm-hmm. So without even reading it, I go, sounds like a Gabrielle Union idea. Right. Sounds like this is how she would like it to be. Yeah. Right? Because what she's not going to do is let the Wayne Wade travel the world, make all the money while she stays home and slaves over a stove. Right. Gabrielle Union has always been a woman that goes out and gets it. Right. So if she does not have the purse of the Wayne Wade, I could still see as her keeping her independent, her keeping Mm -hmm. um, her Gabrielle 
remember, think about this also. She's married. Mm-hmm. She's not Gabrielle Wade. Right. She's still Gabrielle Union. She's a brand. Mm-hmm. So when I saw that article, without even reading, I said, this is probably her idea. Mm-hmm. And if she ever needed anything, mm-hmm. her husband got her. I see the way he looks at her. Right. I see the way they look at each other. They love each other. Mm-hmm. They have a child together. Mm-hmm. They have a family together. Right. They have a business. They have a brand. That, and I, I get it. In this podcast world, and just like the Kevin Samuel mm-hmm. video we posted on social media, you're going to have people who just say anything. Mm-hmm. Right? Because the article is actually funny mm-hmm. to where she said, if if a movie doesn't come out or I don't get the role, right. I can't pay the bills. And that's right. hilarious. Right. Coming from them. Mm-hmm. And I just laugh because the bills will get paid. Right. But at the end of the day, I don't know if it's her pride, it's mm-hmm. her ego, it's just her. But Gabrielle Union is a strong woman. And this was her idea, probably. Yeah. It's her trauma. And it's what she feels safe. It's Listen, we got to call, you know, water, water, mm-hmm. you know, and juice, juice. It is her trauma. It is almost any woman's trauma when they want, you know, a certain um, divide in a, you know, a collective, right? And any man's trauma too, but we specifically talking about money and relationships from the uh, purview of a woman and a very wealthy, high status woman like Gabrielle Union, right? I I think Charlemagne and Envy, you know, this morning they shared on the Breakfast Club, um, you know, that in their relationships, the money is our money, not my money or my wife's money. It's our money because we built what we have together. Those women don't have the trauma of sharing a bank account with a man and he running off with the money. They don't have the trauma of, you know, and the, and the trust issues that he's not going to do what he says he's going to do. Somewhere in Gabrielle Union's life, she had some trauma and she talks openly about being, you know, yeah. raped, yeah. you know, so that is that's her trauma. So whatever works for that relationship and I and women can write in and call and say whatever they want to say about. No, it's my money. I think we should be going half because I want to keep my money. There's if you trusted and were secure that that man was going to do exactly what he said he was going to do and that you were secure at, that he had your back without a shadow of a doubt, you would be less um, inclined towards the whole, it's my money and your money is our money and my money is my money. Real quick. I just want to finish oh. the stream of consciousness. Gotcha. Don't forget your, forget your point. But that's not to say that all women who feel that way are in a traumatic position, you know? Maybe their man does do and is very um, reliable and the trust is there, but for whatever reason, maybe one partner is terrible with managing money, you know, for whatever reason, they say, okay, let's go 50-50 or, you know, we, we have a collective pot and then we have our individual separate pots. Whatever reason, whatever works for you and your relationship is what works and nobody else really should say what should be in that in that instance. Go ahead, Flo, oh, I'm sorry. Well, I, no, you're, you're good. What I'll say is just examples from DJ Envy and Charlemagne, which is way different because yeah. I, I believe those two are with their high school sweethearts. That's right. They built what they have yeah. together. So mm-hmm. when you're with your high school sweetheart, technically she 
definitely helped you build your empire yep. because she was the one taking care of the home and raising the children. That's right. Gabrielle Union mm-hmm. problem, not a problem, but Gabrielle, Gabrielle Union situation is she wasn't there when he got drafted to the league. Right. You know, he was already mm-hmm. a millionaire and probably one of the best basketball players in the league. So you can't come into that relationship being the housewife. Right. You know, you have to be um, a maid person. Mm-hmm. Um, when by the time you get to Dwayne Wade uh, status, mm-hmm. um, and like you mentioned, Gabrielle Union of her trauma, and I, you know, you reminded me of her trauma. I did know a little about it, but mm-hmm. she also just reminds me of being, you know, a strong individual. Yeah, a strong individual mm-hmm. that even though you might have so much more than me, mm-hmm. um, I can still hold my weight. Right, and this is how she holds her weight. So, well, I mean, even okay, and it's relative, right? Uh, it's relative because some of the callers this morning said, you know, if we regular people, like everyday, you know, working class people. We have to work together differently than somebody who is people who are multimillionaires and they arrange their financial situations differently. Again, what works for you? Um, I've been very blessed throughout my um, uh, career life, um, uh, owning caregiver agencies, providing care for uh, the top one percent. Uh, here on the East Coast to be at the table with them or be in proximity of how many of them manage their financial um, lives. And oftentimes, each, I'm talking about the top 1% now, I'm talking about people with great amounts of wealth. Oftentimes, both persons, the husband and the wife, come to the table trusted, that is, with trust funds. They do not merge those trust funds. They don't be like, okay, so your hundred million and my hundred million is our hundred million. They don't do that. Those trust funds stay separate and covered and protected for the generational wealth of each side of the family. And then what they do as a union, they create a, a, a unified trust fund for the offspring that they are going to make. But they don't combine their wealth the way people think they combine their wealth, right? So all this, you know, you my husband, I'm your wife, what's ours is ours. If you have a certain, you know, if you have a certain financial um, capacity, you got to look at things a little different. Whether you come to the table made or not. Now, somebody who is going to date a, or be with like a ball player or even a multimillionaire businessman or whatever, those women are of a different kind of cut, let me tell you. Because that is sport in and all itself, hooking up with a ball player and getting them to marry you. It's a different kind of cut, you know? (laughs) How you come off the cheerleader line, no disrespect to them women, and don't get it wrong, I'm just talking about the type of tenacious, you know, one-goal-focused mindset you have to have to, you know, enter the arena of women who trying to marry these ball players and all of this kind of thing, right? So, you know, she's going to come. There's an understanding at that level, right? So the conversation with Gabrielle Union sparks a whole genre, a whole different um, level of things that we can talk about that is really not relevant to Gabrielle and Dwayne. What that's working for them is working for them, obviously, right? But out here where we are and the different relationships in the world, you got to do what works for you. And if sharing your money, pooling your money 
if you got one pot for the house and then you have, you know, two a pot for him and a pot for her, I know many people who do that. You know, they say, this is our responsibility pot. And here's my discretionary or indiscretion. You know, I could do whatever I want with this money. And here's your whatever you could you could do whatever you want with your money. You know, and that works. Everybody feels like they have, you know, some leeway. If you want to go buy, you know, some tennis shoes and a diamond ring, it's not no, well, you didn't come ask me about that. No, it came out of your side of your, you know, your discretionary money, your free money, so to speak. Funny you bring that up. Mm. The, the podcast brothers we haven't recorded since February. Mm-hmm. But one of our topics was the Beyonce concert. Yeah, and um, you know those tickets are very expensive. Yeah, I don't even know how much they. But are. if you had, but if you, but if you have it set up the way you described, yeah, I got my Beyonce. Money you got your Beyonce. I got my Beyonce money because the bills are paid. <laughs> right. But when you go see, a lot of times, right, mm-hmm. we go into these our people. Yeah. In this community. Yeah, um, we go into relationships and we are quick to combine mm-hmm. uh, wages. Right, quick to combine it, and then we put ourselves in this position. What I'm listening to you say is, if I got two hundred thousand right. dollars, but you got seventy five thousand dollars, we gotta look at each other and say, well, what can we afford? Right, instead of the man, or let's just say the woman, either or, whoever has the most, instead of mm-hmm. the person with the most goals. Let's go get this three hundred thousand dollar house because I make the most. Right. Well, can we afford right. that? That's right. <laughs> that's right. That's right. And that's where people kind of get tripped up, especially in this time frame. You know, we real you really have to be um, conscious of your debt. Mm-hmm. You know, and debt together. The same thing too. Marrying with somebody, combining with somebody. You know, if they have the other way, if they have two hundred thousand dollars in student loan debt. And you don't have any student loan debt. When you marry them, that becomes your debt. That's not his debt or her debt. That becomes your debt. And so watching shows like the Ramsey Show or um, Wealth Nation, the brother and sister who run Wealth Nation, um, talk about, you know, once you marry and decide to spend your lives and work your lives together and you're legally and spiritually connected, now you as a team go and tackle that debt no matter who's who bought it to the relationship because the debt now harnesses both of you you know so these things have to be looked at in a very mature and you know slow down slow your roll baby and turn the social media off that's going to trip you up you know the whole thing of money and marriage really has to be about what works for the two couples for their decided goals. And if you're marrying somebody without a projection and goals for your marriage life, what is your family coming together for? Like, what, what's the relationship about? What's the connection about? And have a, you know, a specific um, direction for the success of your family. You know, so, you know, money and marriage is is really it's one of the main things that people break up over, you know, and the whole people say, oh, well, you know, the whole like he got to take care of me and do whatever. That was really honestly for a certain particular time period. It really was. I know I'm going to get a whole bunch of comments on this part because if I don't I don't know maybe is anybody out there in radio (laughs) land like you know but the the honest truth okay let's take it back a little bit the wedding ring the engagement ring is or was 
a symbol of the male's capacity to provide for the family that he was requesting to create. That is what the engagement ring is supposed to represent. It's kind of a, do- a dowry or a pre, um, the pregame, a pre-show of like, look, I'm doing successful, so I'm here. This is my promise to you. And that was a time period where woman was expected to create the home environment and raise the next level of success in the family. Because truly you can't, it's very almost impossible to do both well, to be a career woman and raise your children sane. Here go another part, right? Raise your children to be sane, balanced, you know, nurtured, contributing citizens to the world. Because that's a job on itself. It's a a job on itself. It is a never ending, complete, 100 million percent job. And that's the thing that they said this morning, too, um, when I was listening to uh, Breakfast Club. Uh, Charlemagne, you know, sometimes he really is foolish, but Charlemagne is, um, what they call that, um, crazy as a fox. Mm-hmm. You know, he's very, very methodical and knows when he says these things, it's all to get you to pay attention. But the one thing he said this morning that was very, very um, poignant and telling is that, you know, if you add up what your so-called housewife does and her contribution to the life of a husband who values her, it's priceless. Priceless is, is the word that came to my mind before you said it. Yeah, so, yeah, it's priceless. So, you know, if the man, if your husband, the man who's uh, you all are creating this family together and he values your contribution, it's not about you going out there getting a job. Your contribution is valued and seen as being immensely um, precious to the forward movement of what the family is trying to create. So the whole thing of money and marriage is very um, interesting and it really has to be settled and looked at from a non-emotional perspective. You know, that engagement ring is a symbol or was a symbol of his capacity to provide for the family life that he is requesting that you help him create. Like, I got you. When you have to have children, you don't have to leave your children somewhere and go um, and go to work and somebody else is raising our baby at six week old and we don't know why they trauma and having fits and fears because somebody at the daycare is messing with our kid. You know, you, I got you. You don't have to do that. Or modern times, since, you know, women, especially African-American women, we are the most educated woman in the entire world. The black woman in America, she is fastly becoming, you know, one of the most educated corporate um, takeover chicks in the world, you know. So if it's that, you know, you want, you know, you, you have a marriage relationship and both everybody has a career. When it's time for me to have children, somebody, somewhere we have to plan that I can stay home with our children and our house, our lifestyle still be met. And that ultimately is a man's responsibility. Ultimately, it just is. Like, you ain't going to breastfeed. 
you know, and the nurturing bond, not saying that men can't bond with their children. Of course they can. But there's a different um, bonding that is natal to mother and child. You're not going to be a complete man if your responsibility is to stay home with your children Monday through Friday. You're Mm. going to take there's something missing from you, Mm. you know, so during the social media era, podcast era. You're going to have people who go, well, I'm a stay-at-home dad. Cool. Mm-hmm. There's going to be some. Yeah. But the reason why, you know, you know, we're physically built the way we are mm-hmm. is because we're the ones to go out there and, you know, handle the physical labor. Right. And women, on mm-hmm. the other hand, they're the natural nurturers. Right. And that's mm-hmm. not saying men can't do it. That's right. Or women can't Or women can't handle, handle right. both. That's or women right. can't go get the... Because they are. Mm-hmm. Like, what do you do? When you mm-hmm. just said women are becoming fastly, you know, mm-hmm. the most educated, you know, people on the planet. You mm-hmm. can't stop that by nope. saying, well, you're just supposed to be a mom. Yeah. What do you do? Yeah. Can't stop it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, got to find a balance. I just I love balance. Got to find a balance. Yeah. And you look at some of the most, you know, dynamic couples, you know, um, they people do what they need to do for their own arrangements. You know, sometimes, you know, the woman does have to go back six weeks or whatever, you know, after she has a baby, you know. But, um, you know, we everybody just does what they need to do. So money and marriage, you know, would you and your partner, do y'all share accounts or do you have your own separate account? He has his own separate account and then there's a central account for the for the responsibilities of the house. If you work, you know, that's a question that I think is good, you know, to pose out there. And then, you know, people say. I know some people in my own circle, women in my own circle that say, you know, if they have a man, they're not paying 50 percent of nothing. You know, I um, I don't really agree with that. You know, I'm not saying if you have a man and he here we go back to the bus driver situation. <laughs> that just that dang old thing just ain't going to let us go. go you know? <laughs> so I'm just saying if you have a man in your life, women, if you have a man in your life. And he's contributing to the capacity or in a way that he contributes in a good way financially to you. But your household is such that, you know, you need to have everybody needs to contribute financially. If you are intent on building a strong family, a strong relationship, why don't you know, are you going to fight about what you have to contribute? Well, I'm a woman. I'm female, so I shouldn't have to contribute. You a man. You're supposed to take care. That's not that's not the case anymore. You have to work together is my perspective. You know, now if he just like, you know, you better take 50 percent of this and or or here's another thing. Let me let me um, change this thought process. You have and I know couples like this. The man, they both go to work. They live off one income and invest and save the other. That works for them. You know, they live off one income. So essentially, let's just say he's making $80,000 a year. You know, by the time you get done with taxes, it's 60 he bringing home. Y'all live off 60. He's paying all the bills off his 60. And she makes 45 or 60. She brings home 40. They're investing that, buying property, building an empire. That's, what's wrong with that? That's, that is people working together to make their dynamic, their relationship work. 
real quick. Mm. How about we just add that to the questions we asked during the dating phase? Yeah. That's it. You know. Oh yeah, you gotta ask about a mug credit score too. Yeah, you did. Like, we need to come up with a list of things you have to ask during the dating phase. Doesn't right. have to be the first date, right? But just to get some understanding, mm-hmm. and don't like, well, I really like this guy. I really yeah. like this girl. Mm-hmm. Blind you from the things he or she said no to, right? <laughs> you know, right? That's another thing. Like, right. there's a lot of ways we trap ourselves into situations mm-hmm. and we try to figure it out when we get in mm-hmm. and money like right. you said it's a big thing that mm-hmm. a discussion that we possibly not possibly but we could have had mm-hmm. and realized that I'm attracted to you you're right. attracted to me mm-hmm. but we're just not going to agree on some of the most important things right Right. you ever see people not to go off topic but just real quick Yeah. something like religion Right. they oh, wait yeah. till the baby's born to say no Christmas. Yeah. Well, when were you going to tell me? Yeah, no. You have your values have to align, yeah. you know, and your values around money, your values around religion and spirituality, and your values around, you know, um, you know what is the goal and direction of the family, right? It has to align because you're going to end up. It's just going to blow up. Those three things are going to blow up, you know, your marriage, your relationship with your partner, especially the money thing. And in the dating phase, if you see somebody is like a no holds barred spendthrift, it's hard to pull a mug off that cliff. You know, and uh, I listen to some of these shows. And again, I have friends and family in my um, in my um, circle of love where, you know, they came together and one of them was a miser and very well, miser is kind of like a negative connotation. But the person was very frugal and a good steward of their resources. And the other person was, you know, like shopping online and just loved the fact that the boxes was coming to the house, you know. And as they began to date, they began to see those qualities when in one another and almost didn't um, cement or, or you know, um, you know, really um, bring their relationship together because they couldn't find a middle ground. So, you know, they loved each other enough to where they got sober and decided that, look, if we're going to make this work, we got to work this part out because you're going to, you know, take whatever stewardship to, you know, we're going we gonna to end up in the poor house. You know, so, you know, they those type of things have to be worked out. But money and marriage uh, is important. And again, like I said, from the outset, whatever works for you and your partner is what works. And y'all make sure that it work and keep your success flowing for show. Right. Mm-hmm. It makes sense to you, Flaw. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. So, you know, money and partnership, money and marriage, money and relationship, you know. It's all um, connected to the success of a person's life, you know. And in every aspect of relationship, you want to you want to you want to observe a person's words and actions. You want to make sure that what a person is saying to you match the way they are treating you, right? We call that congruency. And oftentimes, especially out here in this dating world, we got to stay on that for a minute. I don't know. Date must be, May must be love month. Mm. I don't know. <laughs> but It's definitely make or break it. <laughs> summer's around the corner. Absolutely. This better be serious because uh, it's time to be single. <laughs> <laughs> right. A person has to show their actions 
must a person has to show that their words match their actions. You know, if you are dating someone or even in a business relationship or a spiritual or communal relationship, your way that you behave towards people has to match the words coming out of your mouth. You can't say you love somebody and then do not provide or show a hint of care towards them if they are in a situation where that's clearly what is needed. You know, you can't say, you know, I I'm thinking of you, I'm, you know, or these, you know, niceties, but your actions show your actions show completely different behavior. Congruency is so important across all relationship dynamics. You know, in business, if you are connecting with someone and you tell them you're going to call them on Friday, they call you for business and you say, "Okay, I'm going to call you X, Y, Z. And you don't call them. That immediately begins to unravel the relationship that you're trying to establish. Right. And business success is not is not so much about your service or quality, but it's about the relationships that you build and the trust that you generate and create within the context of those relationships. So you have to be as best as you can about your word matching your energy and your behavior towards a person. Sis, if you are with a man and he, you know, is not doing what he says he is going to do, that's a problem. You can't really grow no roots in that. Because the soil is transient. You know, I'm not talking about the one-off. Well, I said I would do X, Y, and Z. I'm sorry, baby, I couldn't do that. You know, the conversation, you know, the owning. And, you know, the, you know, the honor of coming to speak to you about why the person couldn't do X, Y, Z. That's different. That's not an honorable person. But if it's constantly you're supposed to show up at 10, he don't come for two days or whatever, it's your birthday, you don't get no call, but it's his birthday and here he come. And vice versa with women. Congruency is so important. So the spiritual, the mind, body, balanced, energetically balanced perspective is to not only observe what people are saying but what is their behavior representing that's your true litmus that's the truth of where they are for whatever reason it just may be that they just janky in their spirit you know and they're distracted here they're everywhere it may not be malicious or just you know that they are you know some evil ass person they just may be flawed in that character department where they just are here there everywhere lack of focus whatever you know whatever it is it ain't matching gotta observe that pay mm. attention to that and then adjust your life accordingly yeah mm-hmm. yep guess you ain't got nothing to say about that no, he was getting deep <laughs> so this is the mind body energy and balance podcast right and it can we talk about all aspects of our life that require the highest vibration of our mind 
the in the the you know the balance of our physical body and of course the highest energy that we can bring to what it is that we are trying to do in life and that means every area of our life needs to be addressed dating you know male female relationships partnerships business the food we eat the company we keep the spirituality that we engage in or not you know every aspect of our life uh so you know the key point here is watch what people do not what they say Oh, I love you, I love you, I love you. Oh, yeah, I want to be with you. I want you to be my lady. Or I want you to be my guy. Or, hey, let's do this business thing together. And the person don't never follow up or do what they're supposed to do or say, you know. Mm-hmm. Everything is about trust, building trust. And that's what we want to observe. And that's what takes you places. You know, your network is what really holds you down. Your tribe. Yeah. You know. And we all have so many tribes. You got your girlfriend tribe. You got your that's my brother tribe. You got your business tribe. You got your mentor tribe. Come on now. Mm -hmm. You got your, you know, your religious or your spiritual tribe. Nobody builds anything without their network. And you got to make sure that the people you surround yourself with, their actions and words are congruent. Right. And then that also makes sure that you yourself or that vibration which you are seeking in others, you know? So, you know, your tribe and community is everything. It's everything. I know. A tribe can be a pain in the ass. Hmm. Finding one can be, but when you get it... It's still a pain in the ass. (laughs) (laughs) You know, because tribes, groups, community, you know, people that... You know, we bring in to our, you know, sphere of awareness and circle, you know, people have rules and ways of being and all of that kind of stuff. Right. But finding a community vibrating, you know, open your energy up to, you know, create a new group or become a part of a new group. Um you know, is crucial sometimes. Mm -hmm. Sometimes you've outgrown your group, you know? Sometimes you are on a different trajectory than your group. And that's got to be, again, some of these decisions can't be emotional. They have to be pragmatic, logical, and, you know, directed, you know, for for where you are going or where you're at at a particular time and space, you know? Sometimes um, we come together in our tribes and in our groups and, you know, there is an understanding of behavior and exchange. Mm -hmm. If the tribe or group you're a part of, there's no understanding of behavior and exchange, then people act however the hell they want to act, you know? Part of what made our community so successful in you know previous decades was that when we joined groups like Jack and Jill and you know these are the bourgeoisie groups you know the upper echelon black uh, black upper echelon groups or even at church you know or even you know in your sorority and your fraternities you know your Greek life or what have you or in your spiritual group your cultural community group there are certain expectations that you behave a certain way 
でこれライス欲しい And when you don't behave a certain way, there is a protocol of how to deal with you within the context of the group.、Mm-hmm. But you can't behave, you can't expect that protocol and that level of care outside of your group. Because when you come across people, you don't have an agreement of how we're going to behave until that agreement is established. Y'all are making sense? I mean, y'all are making sense. Absolutely. If I'm making sense to everybody,、mm-hmm. right? So you meet people out in the street and you hang in or whatever, and you're doing, you know, you're hanging with folks in a different tribe or a different communal group than you had accustomed to being a part of. And t h e y hollering and screaming at each other. And you, you used to being in a communal group where if there's a disagreement, It is a conscious effort to sit down, breathe, relax, and now let's have this discussion from a non emotional perspective. But then you go to another group, and their conduct of their rules of behavior is like jumping up and down and screaming at each other, and you know, having full out, you know, very aggressive, violent discussions.、Mm-hmm. And you are like in shell shock. Yeah. And you try to say, okay, okay, wait a minute. Let's all sit down and let's breathe and meditate and relax and have this discussion from a calmer perspective. That's not the agreement of that group. That, they, that group, right. <laughs> how, what you see is how they calm down. So <laughs> you gotta let them get it out. So then at that point, you have to determine whether you are going to immerse yourself. In the process of that particular tribe, or politely decline、um, participation.、Mm-hmm. Sometimes you can come to that type of dynamic, and by the way that you present yourself, makes a shift in how the rest of the tribe behaves or the community behaves. You know, I've had those experiences, you know. But it is really very, very important that you understand the language, the communication, the protocols, you know, what's expected on how、uh, people within a certain group、um, interact with one another. You know, if everybody in the group is slimy and stealing, then that's the language of that group. That's the expectation, you know? And、mm-hmm. that's your vibration. I would suggest that you do a sage healing <laughs> immediately. Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know? So, you know, our tribes, our, our groups we're connected to, you know, the media and this American lifestyle have us all tripped up, especially us African African American. You know, you can, no one does anything of greatness and success without a, a group, without their community, without their network, without their tribe, if you will. You just can't do it.、Mm. You think you can because we are in an individualistic society. This paradigm called the United States of America is a great experience of destruction and individualism, a great experiment of individual,、uh, of destruction and individualism. But when you, if you just step back a moment and take a look at the people who are the most successful, they tribed up. 
like a mug. Look at our Hispanic brothers and sisters. They ain't playing. Mm -hmm. They just about own whole of Trenton now, where we from. And if you go to any other major city, you will see it's a, it's tribed up. The women support the men. The men take care of the family and bring their brothers to work with them. They tribed up. The Africans that come to the United States of America, they tribed up. You may never see a woman with her husband who is an African-born woman, but she got a husband. <laughs> Caribbean, hus Caribbean women, too. They come to America. You don't see. You never see. You will be like, I ain't know, you know, I ain't know Navisa was married, but she got a husband. And not only does she have a husband, they have a whole community that every week they put $250 each in a pot and pass the pot around. You need your tribe and your community. My black folk born in America, it was one of the dirtiest, greatest tricks played on us. You don't need nobody. You can do it all by yourself. That's BS. You cannot. Everybody needs their group. Going back to, you know, my, my EYL brothers. You didn't, you can't, it doesn't register in your mind, but they actually said we have like 30 people that we employ. But when you see the show, it doesn't register in your mind that it's more than Troy and Rashad. Mm -hmm. 30 people. And they all went, they went to school and grew up with them and they're from the neighborhood. That's their tribe, their nucleus of success. So we got to stop trying to do everything by ourselves, you know, especially the whole I'm an independent woman type of thing. That's a whole nother show. And that's a show that we got to talk about, not emotionally, but from a position of logic, pragmatist, uh, pragmatic and purposeful discussion so we can get some clarity around that. I tell people, yeah, I'm strong. I'm an African woman. Mm -hmm. I'm African ancestry all day long. Of course I am strong. But that doesn't mean that I'm, I want to alienate a, a powerful, strong king out of my life. That doesn't mean that I want to do all the stuff I've had to do by myself. That's nonsense. You know, you got you to gotta find a way to incorporate and be a, uh, an asset or a value-added asset to your tribe and your tribe be a value-added asset to you. Because truly, the game of money, we started talking about money and relationships mm -hmm. at the top of the, top of the hour, the game of money, the game of success, the game of wealth is a team sport. Nobody creates great wealth or even reasonable wealth by themselves. It's just not a real thing, you know? So we have to get our minds around this, learn to take the emotionalism out of it and have some serious heart-to-heart -heart discussion around what money, relationships, partnerships, uh, business connections, network, and our tribe and community mean. And some behaviors um, you can't comport to other areas of your life if, they, if you don't have the same relationship or the same understanding of behavior 
with you and a particular group or person out of, you know, your natal or your nucleus tribe. You know, another thing I like to say is, you know, you save. this was told to me a long time ago by a very, very, very successful um, business person that I had the blessing to be mentored under just, you know, for a time. And the person said, that was an emotional decision you made, Samu. They said, you keep your emotions, your heart is for your family. Your head is for business. You can't make business decisions emotionally. That's the, that's the language of that game. Relax. Breathe. And allow spirit and the higher consciousness to guide your decision. Not your feelings mm -hmm. and your emotionalism and what you like and what you don't like. You may like somebody and have a vibe towards them, but then you got to sober up and see if their words and actions match their capacity that they are putting before you in terms of business, in terms of relationship or whatever. Your head belongs to the streets. Your heart and your emotions, your feelings, that is the place that you should have a little more um, capacity for your family and for your loved ones and everything. For real. And that's the code and the language of the different tribes and groups that, you know, we all need to be a part of. Yeah. Makes sense. Yeah, it's real. Mm -hmm. It's real. So we're going to have a couple polls for y'all. Uh, we want to um, get your feedback. And um, those listening to the sound of my voice, we are um, going to invite you. If you DM us at uh, my MBE podcast on uh, Instagram. Yeah, sounds about right. We um, <clears throat> we um, will have you come on. We want to do a call in. I don't even know why I'm trying to get all yeah. that kind of smoke, child. More time, my MBE podcast. You had it right. Yeah, my MBE. Y'all um, DM us if you have any questions or if you um, want to. Um, in fact, just look on that that uh, Instagram for the number. We'll do a call and show. Y'all can. Um, you know, come in and we'll have the topic posted and we'll have a chat. That would be awesome, mm -hmm. you know, to get people's feedback and everything. And, you know, in the world of social media and podcasting, the feedback going to be interesting, I'm sure. Absolutely. You know, so, you know, hey, y'all, um, determine how you're going to deal with your money and all your relationships, not just me. And whatever works for you works for you. Hey, if you like it, I love it, honey. You know, and uh, it's all good. Uh, congruency is important. What a person says should match what they do. And the relationships and behaviors of a relationship is agreed upon between the people in the relationship. And that is how you build success and wealth. Uh, and you keep your mind, your body, and your energy in balance. Till next time. Peace and love.